is the Go Blue Crew. Hey, no place in the world I'd rather be than talking to my pal Derek about Michigan football. Got a big one coming up on Saturday night, Michigan State. Big rivalry game. We'll debate later if it's uh, the biggest rivalry on Michigan's schedule. I'm sure that'll be heated. But first, I feel like we have to talk about the quarterback situation. I know we hit on it last week, so I don't want to spend too much time beating a dead horse. But I just want to get your initial thoughts on Wilton Spade officially being ruled out for multiple weeks and John O'Corn being the guy. Well, it's unfortunate that that is the way that... uh... It's happening for Wilton Spade. You don't ever want to hear of anybody uh, getting injured. I think back to Tariq Black's injury. Uh, obviously very unfortunate for Wilton Spade. Uh, however, that does allow John O'Corn an opportunity to to be the starter. He gets to start a rivalry game. Uh, not his first start as he came in in relief to start against Indiana last year. And obviously not his first amount of significant playing time as he, as he showed some stuff on the field that Purdue. So... I'm not surprised just because of the way the injury looked and, and what people were, were speculating. Uh, still not a lot of information, just the multiple weeks. We don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously, multiple is more than a couple, uh, but we don't know what the extent of the injury is. But, hey, the starting quarterback is John O'Corn. It's been announced. That's one of the things we talked about. We weren't sure if that was going to happen before the Michigan State game or not. It has, so Coach D'Antonio and company are able to prepare for who the starting quarterback is, and, and I hope he does well. Uh, one one reason, actually two reasons that I'm really not that worried about this is because one, it's not like Michigan is losing uh, an all Big Ten quarterback in Wilton Spate. You know, he was having a very pedestrian season up to the point where he got injured. And then second, we got to see John O'Corn for a good part of a full game, a Big Ten game on the road. I know it's Purdue, but uh, you know, I guess we'll see later on in the season, like how much or like what kind of weight we can put into that win. But we saw him for for a good chunk of a game, and he looked pretty good. So those are two reasons why um, I'm not as worried or nervous as I think I normally would be under these circumstances. I think back to last season when John O'Corn made that start against Indiana, and then there there was the potential of him also starting against Ohio State the next week. And I was a nervous wreck because I I had no idea what to expect. Wilton Spate was playing pretty well, except for against Iowa where he got hurt. This time around, it's it's totally different. So I've I've got nothing but good vibes, and and I'm, I'm pretty confident that this team will not only continue to win games, but based on what we've seen, the offense may actually look better under John O'Corn. But we'll see. yeah, you've got to hope so. I mean, uh, again, it is Purdue, and it's tough to, to kind of pick the level that, that Purdue is. They had a lot of hype. Uh, they've lost two games now, uh, including the one to Michigan. But, you know, when you look at it overall, uh, I think that John O'Corn is in a good position. I think back to that Indiana game I was there. It was the, the snowball game, as I call it. He didn't really have a fair chance to come in and be a quarterback. It wasn't a game where Michigan threw a lot. Uh, they didn't need to do all that much to beat Indiana at that point of the season. Uh, and they're coming off of, of, a, of a tough game the week before and preparing for an even tougher game. And, and I, I was there with you. John O'Corn didn't show that much in Indiana uh, because of the kind of the environment. I was nervous. I was glad that Wilton Spate returned. But 
he gave enough of a spark uh, to that offense against Purdue that he actually has me excited. Again, not excited uh, because of the, the, the injury, uh, and that's unfortunate for Wilton Spate, but uh, we, we have to move on at this point. We have to support John O'Corn as the quarterback and the idea of him leading Michigan's offense. And, and based on what you and I saw, we were impressed uh, against Purdue I'm excited for this game, and I think he brings just enough of an element to at least keep the offense steady, if not improve the offense like you referred to. All right, speaking of moving on, let's ditch that topic. We can talk about quarterbacks basically any week of the season. I saw this column on the Detroit Free Press from Sean Windsor, who basically says Michigan needs to admit that Michigan State is its main rival. Um, I read through it. He makes a decent case, but I just want to get your thoughts. I'm assuming maybe – have you read it by chance? Uh, I did not read it. I saw some some comments about it uh, in reference to – and mostly from Michigan fans, obviously, most of who I follow. But I did not read the actual article, no. What were, what were some of the comments you were seeing? Was it like in agreement or not? Uh, it was a little bit, I would say more of uh, some in argument, I guess some in agreement. The way I see it is I think that both Michigan State uh, and, and Ohio State are Michigan's biggest rivals. I would say that historically um, the, the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry has been uh, a bigger rivalry in terms of the game. It's always at the end of the year. Uh, for so many years, those were the two best teams in the Big Ten. Now, obviously, things have changed. Even Michigan State has had its way with Michigan uh, for, for the last 10 years. Uh, and so you hope that that obviously changes in Michigan's favor. Uh, it, time will tell. I think for part of it, you look at Ohio State and think that maybe it's not a rivalry considering that Michigan hasn't been able to, to find a way to beat Ohio State consistently. And so that can be, be some of the play. But I would say that both... Um, both teams are, are huge rivals. Obviously, there's a lot of history, a lot of years of football being played. I think it really depends uh, where you live. Uh, my, my cousin in Ohio, who's a big Michigan fan, would, would think that Michigan State, although a rivalry, uh, doesn't even compare to the Ohio State rivalry. He grew up around a lot of Ohio State fans. People in my area, more in the central Michigan area, closer to Michigan State than Michigan, uh, even though there's still probably more Michigan fans overall in my area, they would absolutely say that Michigan State is the biggest rivalry because it's the team down the road. It's the team within the state. You want to own the state. So I'm kind of torn in between. For me, the Ohio State game has always been the bigger game on the schedule, even though the last 10 years or more have gone in Ohio State's favor. But I hate both programs. Uh, I usually hate both fan bases, even though there's people from both fan bases that I respect. Uh, and so for me, I would say closer to equal than, than one uh, weighing over the other. You kind of mentioned Sean's main point, what I would call his main point, and that's that Ohio State has absolutely owned the rivalry with Michigan for you know basically since what like 2006. You know it's been a it's been a really good stretch of Ohio State victories in this rivalry. Michigan State has had a good run, but not that kind of dominance. So he says, you know, Michigan's kind of kind of back off this Ohio State thing and recognize that the in-state foe is should be your number one priority. And then he he goes on to say that uh, you know basically when you beat Ohio State, like Michigan beats Ohio State, it'll be this great feeling. But 
the more impactful feeling is losing to Michigan State. Like like that pain overcomes. It's it's greater than the joy of beating Ohio State. I don't know if I agree with that. And I think we have two good examples to compare to each other, and that would be last season against Ohio State and then 2015 Michigan State. For me, last season, Ohio State, that, that game felt worse than 2015 Michigan State. I know that you know 2015, that, that game was more shock than anything else. I mean, eventually anger sets in, and, and you realize how close Michigan was to you know, finally beating Michigan State in Jim Harbaugh's first year overcoming all these obstacles to to get to this point. But still, Ohio State, that loss last year, felt worse to me. Did you, uh, would you say something similar? Yeah, well, there's there's been a lot of losses to both teams and a lot of down years for Michigan. And I think of, of the year where Devin Gardner and the Michigan Wolverines went for two and ended up losing the game on the failed two-point conversion. That felt worse than any of the losses to Michigan State during the time of the Rich Rod and, and Brady Hoke era. Uh, I would say that the only reason this is even a conversation is because Mark D'Antonio and Pat Narduzzi, when he was on, on the Spartan staff, made Michigan State into a program that was recognizable and got a lot of recognition for all of the accomplishments. I mean, you win the Rose Bowl, you make it to the college football playoff, even though you get stomped. You still put yourself in a position as a program to not only beat a rival in Michigan, uh, but to to rise to maybe the national scene in the rankings. And they played some really impressive games. They had some impressive wins. Uh all the way from when D'Antonio started until really about last year when things really fell apart. But when you look at what Michigan State's been able to provide on the football field and the product that they've put out compared to the past, I mean, yeah, I think that the rivalry is elevated because Michigan has to beat Michigan State now. It's not a sure thing that, that Michigan's going to beat Michigan State. It never was, but for so many years it was uh, it was. Michigan was the favorite, whereas now a lot of people heading into the last game of the season would pick Ohio State as the favorite, maybe besides last year. And so I think because of the change and what D'Antonio has brought to the program, I do believe that this rivalry is at an all-time high, probably, especially with media now. I would say there's never been a time where the rivalry's been bigger in the history, uh, but I still don't think that it's enough to to overtake the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry because I promise you if Jim Harbaugh starts beating Urban Meyer or whoever's in that position as the Ohio State football coach, I think the conversation will change dramatically. I really just think, and what sounds like his main point was, was just because of the complete and utter dominance by Ohio State. And some people honestly look at that game like, hey, I don't want to predict Michigan to lose any, but if I'm going to predict them to lose this year, it's going to be Ohio State. I fall under that category as well. Okay, I don't want to put words into Sean's mouth, and he doesn't hit on this explicitly, but I get the feeling that um, he's okay separating like the national narrative, the national perception from this localized perception because the national media and the, nation, the, the wider college football fan base is probably never going to look at uh, any other opponent than Ohio State and say, wow, that game's bigger. You know, it's always going to be Michigan-Ohio State. Just as we look down south and we see Auburn-Alabama, we, I mean, I can't compute like another rivalry game for either of those teams that's bigger. That doesn't mean, though, that you know, maybe, maybe some fans do feel like a stronger tug toward another, another team. I don't, 
I can't think of a, a team off the top of my head who that would even apply to. But it, this really seems like something where this is localized. We're talking about players, coaches, the diehard fans, the alumni. This is not like a national perception that's that needs to change. It's something within the cultures of the pro, or excuse me, within the culture singular. Because Michigan State has already, you know, basically said this is this is our big game. It's Michigan that apparently needs to change its mindset. I'm not I'm not sold. I'm kind of with you. Like I said earlier, I see the argument especially when you consider the fact that Ohio State has been so good and they've dominated Michigan. But to me, I need something I need something longer than that. I need like 20 years, you know, before I say I'm going to back off of this. Like I'm no longer looking forward to the Ohio State game above everything else. So it just hasn't been a wide enough gap yet for me to say that you know, it's time for Michigan State to be priority number 1 for me at the beginning of the season. I'm not there. Yeah, and, and I don't think honestly that I'll ever I'll ever get there because the way I look at it is is I've always considered Ohio State to be the, the premier matchup and that's nothing against Michigan State. Obviously they've done a lot of really positive things um, leading up to this season, obviously again minus last season. I guess for me it's looking at where is Michigan State going as a program in the next 10 years and where is Ohio State going as a program in the next 10 years? I don't want to assume anything because I'm obviously not an expert, but I would say there's a better chance that Ohio State kind of uh, maintains the level that they've been playing at for 10, 20 years now, uh, and, and Michigan State, uh, maybe in a life without D'Antonio, uh, if another season like last season or another poor season comes about, I would say that there's a higher chance of Michigan State dropping off than Ohio State dropping off, leading to to me believing that that's why they had Ohio State rivalry is more important. But D'Antonio will be the first to tell you, I, I think he doesn't like, and he's even said that, Jim Harbaugh says, oh, it's just another game, it's just another game, uh, another game. D'Antonio doesn't say that. D'Antonio comes right out and says, this game is important and this means a lot to us and we want to beat Michigan because this is a rivalry matchup. And you don't hear that narrative ever from Jim Harbaugh. Um, you don't hear the, the, the team up north, uh, Ohio without the state like Brady Hoke was doing. You don't hear that kind of stuff, uh, that chit-chat going between Urban Meyer and, and Jim Harbaugh now. Jim Harbaugh comes out and says, D'Antonio has done a tremendous job with his program. I think they're going to rebound. This is another game on the schedule where D'Antonio comes out and says, there's an importance of beating Michigan. Uh, he downplays it. I'm not. Uh, it's not just another football game. This is great for college football. This is great for our program. So D'Antonio's bought in that this is the most important rivalry on, on Michigan's schedule. I just think it's mostly the state fans uh, and, and the supporters and alumni that kind of say, hey, we've kind of owned you in the last 10 years here. Uh, overall, why don't why don't you think that we are to that level of Ohio State? So, But for me, Tyler, I you're never, ever going to convince me that Michigan State is a bigger rival than Ohio State for Michigan. All right, Sean Windsor from the Detroit Free Press. With all due respect, we do disagree. And uh, Derek Derek said he'll he'll never sway that way. And um, I'm not going to take that passionate of a stance, but suffice it to say, I'm there with you, Derek. So thanks for listening to us on the Go Blue Crew. You can check us out online at wolverinesouths.com. That's where you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook and iTunes if you want to check us out there. So thanks for listening and Go Blue. Go Blue.